one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. What's up, everybody? How are you? John Reap right here. It's Monday, as you know, or maybe you don't know. Maybe I'm telling you for the first time. I don't know when you woke up. But today, as I'm talking out loud right now, it is Monday, June 20th, 2022. And you're about to watch and or listen to an all-new live Heffron and Reap. Unless, of course, you're listening to this later, then it's recorded. But right now, as I'm talking, June the 20th at 7.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're a live show. Uh, I'm John Reap. I'm only half of the Heffern and Reap show. I'm the Reap part of that. And uh, the other half is John Heffern. And we together are Heffern and Reap. Now, what is that? Maybe you're new to the show. Maybe you have no idea what this is. I'll tell you. Um Two winners of Last Comic Standing, two journeymen, two road dogs, okay? Two lovers of really anything from the 1980s, Um, and we have a good time in here with you guys. No politics, no pandemics, no Putins, just pure pleasure and sometimes promo codes and guests. We have a great guest today, Raylan Nelson. That is Willie Nelson's granddaughter is going to join us in a little bit. Um, Happy belated Father's Day. Happy belated Juneteenth. How was your weekend? Leave it in the comments section. Real quick, I want to plug some tour dates, and then we'll get Heffern up in here. Um, Three days from now, I will be in Tampa, Florida at Side Splitters Comedy Club. I'll be there June 23 through 26. After that, Atlanta Punchline in July. After that, Orlando Improv. After that, Austin, Texas. After that, Hickory, North Carolina, doing a, a, a live movie thing, a, a, a outdoor movie event. Anyway, all this information can be found at heffernandreap.com. Please go to heffernandreap.com and click on my tour dates for more tour dates. Click on John Heffern's tour dates for his tour dates, obviously. Uh, merchandise. Look at this awesome shirt I got. Get yourself a John Reap, I mean a Heffern and Reap t-shirt at heffernandreap.com. Um, and from there, you can also hit the Patreon support page and be a supporter of the show. Help us keep the lights on. You know what I'm saying? Here are some uh, shout-outs for our current Patreon supporters. Brenda Sachs, Steve Dean, Joey Ellis, Shane Flint, Bob Haynes, Rick Sanford. Thank you all for being Patreon uh, supporters, if you got no money and you want to help, simply write us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we need some new ones. It's been a minute. Um, I'm got, I've got like one, two, three, four, five comments from last week, and I wasn't on here last week. It was John Heffron and Tammy Pascatelli. Uh, they were doing the show, and you guys left comments for them. And I didn't watch it because I was busy. Okay. 
I was trapped somewhere. I can't, I'll tell you about that in a minute, but we got lots to talk about today. I got these comments right here. Maybe I read them with John Heffron and then he can help answer some of these uh, questions I have about these comments. Tell you what, I've, I've went on too long and I'm, I love my pal. Why don't, what do you say we get the other half of Heffron and Reap up in here? I'm talking about John Heffron. Huh? There he is. What up, dog? There it is, everybody. I just found this awesome new button that I'm going to hit right now. Bam! Heffron Reap is live on my full screen. None of this half, none of this half stuff. Used to be on just half my computer screen. And then I would say other things. I'd be like, what's that thing? What's that thing? What's that thing? I have no distraction now. Except my face is bigger than I need it to be. How I like? I wish we could do this where I could just see your face, John. Almost like a Facetime call, and then I can minimize. Oh, I'm me. sure there's a way. So it then would, that way I didn't. Ha- I don't have to see this. It took us a week to figure it out, but your face looks good on my end. Both sides are working properly. Good. That's good. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I use Roundup. I know you're not supposed to. Did a lot of yard work and found an old, uh, old big, huge tin. And one of those steel things, they go, and then you spray. I I think they used it in the 30s, and the kids would run behind it when they were fumigating for mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. Those tins. Wow. That's dangerous. I I don't know what was in it. I just sprayed it on weeds. I have no idea if it was moonshine. I have no idea what, if it's gasoline, nothing. I just walked around and sprayed things that I thought should die. Oh. Well, get back to us in a week from now. Let me know if that if they died. I got comments from last week. I, you know, full disclosure, I didn't see the show last week because I was uh, trapped in a. I forgot. I forgot where I was, man. You were coming back in from uh, some club. You had all sold out shows. You were like, oh, I, I wrote a new hour every night, and people no. were like, you, you sold a lot of money in merch, and the club's like, can we just name the comedy club after you? It was that weekend. That's right, and it was Milwaukee, and. Yeah, see? Uh, He's the guy. Yeah. And so I w- I couldn't make the show. Thanks for doing it with uh, Tammy. But a uh, couple questions. Okay. Right. First of all, Ron Matthews, he wants to say, hey, John Heffron, we are looking forward to having you at the St. Charles Funny Bone end of July. Are you aware that you're in St. Charles Funny Bone? I am aware of it. I get confused. And I think I've been saying St. Louis Funny Bone. Yeah, but I think I'm in St. Charles, but you're saying it's new. And I remember an older place that I would go to for 20 or 30 year, years. Yeah. So so I'm confused. I am in one of those places yeah. at the end of this at the end of this month. Yeah. What's going to happen is you'll fly in. God willing, we'll get to the flights in yeah. a minute. Yeah. 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 Um, and this guy, Ron Matthews. He's going to pick you up like he works for the, you know, he, he helps out and then he'll take you to one of those funny bones. And that's when you'll know. <laughs> okay. So the one that you were at, right. Yes, the, you were at, okay. Yeah. Is it in what looked to be like bars were super popular in the nineties and then everybody stopped going and there's just the comedy club left. It's attached yep. to a, to a hotel. You are thinking of the one in St. Louis, and no, the one that you're going to, I think, the one that I was at recently 
is St. Charles. It's brand new. It's brand Ooh. new. It's only been up in a couple months. So the one I thought I was going to, uh, Dan is the manager, and I know it's independent from the other clubs, but you literally, uh, I, I think you could smoke inside up until like a year ago. No, Nobody gave a shit. Yeah. And remember the servers were like super loud and just smoked. It's not yeah. that one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay. All You're right. good. All so right. we got that. Jacob Stark, he says, I'm going to have to check out some of John and Tammy's underground stuff. Did you and Tammy talk about underground material? Underground material. I mean, we had that short-lived OnlyFans page, uh, but nobody signed up for it. So we canceled that. So that was only a thing. Underground stuff. I don't remember. I don't Yeah. I don't remember. Maybe, maybe you could have just thrown it off the, you know, like stuff that never aired, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um Tammy Pescatelli was guest last week. Is yeah, what Tam- yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. on I was on last comic with her. Italian woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, oh, I believe Tammy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, he also says, not for nothing, the interview segments on here are just as inter- uh, as interesting as any other shows that I watch. That's, oh, that's a very nice compliment. J- Jacob Stark said that. So that was nice. Scott Reese said, my favorite comedian who passed is Mitch Hedberg. Did you guys talk about comedians who passed away? I don't, I don't know why we would have. How does this apply? Bob Haynes says, James Brown was a really good dude. During a USO tour, he found out about my army hospital to perform for the wounded there. Dad was there and said he danced down the halls and everything. So So Pescatelli was not because she was sued by this guy whose name rhymes with me, Fiendwood. Uh, cause she crapped on the guy because he, he has a song all about America and then wouldn't go perform for the troops cause it was too windy. So he stayed yeah. in his green room. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, so he was just back there going, and I'm proud to be an American in lungs. It's, it's not windy outside. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, and then he went to pigeon forge and did a couple yeah. shows. Hey, well, so that's, that makes sense to me now. Yeah. Um, that's that. Huh. Show. Well, let's <laughs> let's talk about some stuff before we get our guest Raylan. A lot up. to go on. I'm excited to have our guest on. Uh, I'm also I like what that guy said about us having interviews. It's something that, that I want to do more. Uh, I want to question a lot of things. Not like Hedy's boy d- doesn't mushrooms make you. I like I I want to know stuff. I figure I'm 52. Time's running out. I have to learn a lot of stuff quick because I pushed it just like I was in school. I pushed all my reading and learning to the last couple semesters when I had all I had the whole school year to do it. Yeah. And now that I'm 53, I feel I, I don't know why I keep adding ages to myself. I'm only 52, <laughs> but now I feel like I need to learn a lot of stuff quickly Yeah, for no reason, uh, but just in case time's running out. I, it's not a bad idea. The world is changing very fast. And if you haven't been paying attention, you know, it's like Ferris Bueller's day off. You're going to wake up one day and realize you missed out on a lot of stuff. I uh, had a book. Hold, hold, hold on, John, right? Hold on. Don't you have cutting boards? Oh, you, do you want me to talk about that? No. What so, is that? What? what is I was going to read you a phrase Okay. that I read uh, that I'm getting new inspiration to do my stand-up from. 
I'm just burping right now. It's gross. Uh, but first off, let me just show you something. Here's the level. Okay, this is this isn't, isn't going to get all religiously. Okay, everybody relax. But but I just wanted to show you the level of uh, how how old I've turned. What does that say down there? Large print. Oh. <laughs> so if you if John if you've not read a book in large print, yeah, I highly recommend it, bro. Like okay. reading books in in bullshit print is dumb. I put this book. You can't. Do you see how big it is? Do you see that? Oh yeah, dude. Oh, look can at you that. go full screen on me, on me, Alan? I just want to show you how I read now. As just a thing, if you go full screen, you'll be able to see. So you see, this is an old lecture, and I sit oh, here, wow. John, and I just pontificate <laughs> like this, and then I turn. I just need, I just need like a a pipe. And, uh, you know, I would be perfect. You look like a pastor who's getting ready for his sermon that night. Well, this is because uh, here's what I wrote, right? Because I'm trying to write new material. And so I highlighted the longer you live, the wiser you become. But I see I was wrong. It's God's spirit in a person. But anyway. Oh, wow. The older the, the you think when you're a young person that you get wiser with age. And now we've learned, I've learned, eh, that's not a thing. That's uh, I, not a thing, dude. I think what, what happens is experience happens. Maybe you learn quicker from your own mistakes. But Are mean, you wiser, though? I don't know if you're wiser. I mean, I, I, I would like, like to ask the, the people. I, I'm not allowed to look at the chats because I get uh, distracted. Yeah. But I'm sure people listening or you have made reoccurring mistakes where you're like, why the fuck sure. I did it again. I told myself the first 14 times, this would not be a thing again. And it became yeah. a thing. So you didn't learn anything from the third. So, so I grabbed that. And so I just, uh, that's my new way of um, trying to write material. I grab it again. I'm not super religious. You know that about me, but this book, the message I scroll and I go and I go, it's the same problems everybody's had, right? Everybody, yeah. Everybody's had an asshole brother that wanted to kill him. That's not new, yeah. right? That's good. Right? You, you're no different. You and your brother, no different than Cain and Abel, <laughs> right? Right. I'm not sure which one I would be. I'm sure he would take me, whichever one died. Um, yeah. Tell me about these cutting boards, speaking of people who- oh, Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So let, let, let me do this. I got to- uh, Alan, can we pull up a thing? Sorry, I have to uh, do a pitch. Okay, we can't pull up a thing. I was just going to show you the website. Anyway, listen, everybody. Uh, the recession's coming. The economy's eating the crapper. Gas is $14, and it's going to get worse. If you haven't sold your house already, your host, interest rates are going to be 45%. But what if I could give you, what if I could give you salvation right now? What if there's a way for this Christmas coming up in only six, five, six months away? What if there's a way for you to get a gift for your family before you're broke from the recession? And you do that by ordering cutting boards right now. That's exactly what you do. We have opened up our cutting board glue machines. We have room for 50 that's right, 50 cutting boards this summer. 
I've talked to Andy Irvine, the guy who, who makes them. He's coaching soccer. He's got a lot of crap going on. We have time. We've mathematically figured it out to only produce 50 of these cutting boards. These cutting boards are going to be rare. They're going to be handmade. They're going to be collector's items. But you got to act now. If you get in right now and order our cutting boards right there on your screen at thebestcuttingboards.com. Listen what you get, John Reap. This is what you get because you're thinking, what am I getting? You're getting free shipping. Who does that? You're getting free shipping. I don't have a picture of it. Uh, Andy makes a little cute little reindeer, rain, reindeer off with the excess wood. And everybody's going to get a reindeer little little uh, Christmas ornament. That's free. right? Wow. Nobody from Bed Bath & Beyond is giving you a free handmade reindeer Christmas ornament. Okay. But here's the deal, and I'm going to be plugging the crap out of this because it's Christmas in July. We're only making 50, and then we got to shut it all down, and then we're going to make them for the rest of the summer, and you're going to have them before Thanksgiving. It's got to stop sometime. These cutting boards, we just got too out of control. Too many people wanted them. We have to say no. So go to thebestcuttingboards.com. You already get free shipping. I already did that because you're a fan of uh, me and John Reap. That's why you're already getting. Right? You don't need a promo code. We we have we have the we have an honor system between us. Yeah. So that's what happens. Go to the bestcuttingboards.com. Check them out. They're uh, the pretty. The pretty people love them. Uh, you know who has one? Martha Quinn, MTV. She just did it. She just, she she liked them so much. She had me on her little po- on her podcast and radio show. Wants to know how 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 a, how a comic goes from doing comic e to charcuterie. She had me on. Wow, what a about lot of people wanting this? What about Lisa? Okay, we have a guest? We have a guest coming up, Raylan Nelson. You, you, you know she's going to be just in the side room, going, "Hey guys, we, can I get a cutting board?" We know what's going to happen. So this is right now. If 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 me and if listen, me and John Reap ever meant anything to you, if this whole relationship just wasn't a lie. Right. If this wasn't some bullshit, just just superficial bullshit. Now, here's where we find out. Here's where we find out. You go to the shop, you pick out your boards, you order it, you sit tight. It gets there before Thanksgiving and you have a beautiful gift for anybody in your family. And they're like, how can you afford this? There's a recession going on because you were smart. You bought it before the recession. I love it. Hey, John, does Lisa Loeb have one of these? Uh, oh, I could not ask her to do it because, you know, and by the way, John, you have to do these. So I've been hiring cameo people to plug my dates. Yeah. Right. And, and I the Island Boys, Lisa that, Loeb. Brad Williams, Brad, Brad, Williams. Williams, Brad Williams did it. Uh, I have one. I, I've been turned down once by a comic okay. who, who would not do it, which was funny because he said he would. And then he kind of aced me out. So maybe he had things to do, but he's a funny guy. Do I, know I don't know if I out him yet because maybe he had crap going on or maybe he wouldn't want to do it. Right. So he's who not being that? an asshole for, for not doing it. Who it's was the that? guy? <laughs> is it his name's Brett? He uh he's a guy who does the like ultra Trump guy in the in his car and yells at people. He's got a beard. Oh, he's a ginger. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know you're talking about Brent. Oh, is it Brent something? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice oh. guy. Oh, he he didn't want to do it as the character or as himself. He just wouldn't do it at all. Okay. Yeah, I'm just telling well, you. I'm not judging the guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, here's what, here's what, hey, check this out. <laughs> I am now going to ask him to do one for me and see if he says yes. That be I'm not shitting on the guy. He's super funny. No, he just, no, just say it'd be funny if he said yes he to just me. Wanted, Said, no, guess, guess who I have lined up to do my, a couple of my other ones? Lee Majors. Oh, wow. Fucking six million dollar man. That's fall great. guy, dude. Yeah. That one cost me a little bit. Okay. Uh, Ponch and John both together. What? So now I just want these of my childhood heroes just to say my name. <laughs> but right. this is why you need to do it too. I know. Um, get comics. Uh, and you can always go, John Reap is too lazy, and they do it. That's what I found, the, the phrase that works. And they, yeah. and they do a good – the Island Boy guy, he, he did a cold read. He didn't even look at it. He just read it. He mispronounced anything. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because all the dates he read got taken away from me. I was supposed to be in Omaha. That date suddenly got canceled, and then I was in Toledo. Um, so when I asked Lisa Loeb – well, I didn't ask her. I don't know her. You just go on the cameo app. I thought um, you knew her just because I know you know mm-hmm. a lot of the Martha Quinns of the world from the MTV no. and that kind of but, world. But yeah. this is why you need to do it, John. For every one cele- for celebrity that I've asked to, to do mine, I've done five for somebody else. Oh, really? I did one for a guy. By the way, he oh, – oh, next week we want to talk about him. There's a guy – I've done a lot of cheering up before surgeries – Mm-hmm. And this guy had an artery taken from his leg, hooked up to his heart. They stopped him. They literally killed him for like a couple seconds and then ramped oh. it all back up again. And his yeah. wife uh, hit me on Facebook. I, I haven't last I heard that he played the cameo and they were laughing and that everything is going well. He's on a, He's doing he's doing as well as you can. Wow. Talk about a little stress, dude, for a $35 cameo that I have. I'm like, okay, what if this is the last thing this guy sees? Well, uh, he's doing well because of you. Rick Sanford III just left a comment saying that about your cutting boards. You should call mm-hmm. it like, John Herfren, chairman of the board. <laughs> I, could, you could use I got a lot of dumb names. I use the best cutting board. I also have American cutting board. Uh, John, you appreciate this. I created the cutting board Hall of Fame. Uh, we're going to be in there. Uh, that's a Heffern and Reap move. Uh, I, but yeah, I want you to do something real quick. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, but, uh, oh, I, I, we have five minutes. Do you want to play Lisa Loeb? You have to yeah. see it. It's so good. If Alan unless has Alan it. does, unless he does it, yeah. If he has it, just play it. If not, I'll just keep talking till uh, till I see it. Oh, here it is. Okay, Lisa Loeb. You say, "Hey, it's Lisa Loeb here," and comedian John Heffron is kind of being lazy to promote his own shows. So I thought I'd help him out. June sixteenth to eighteenth, he's playing at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, and June twentieth to July third, the Improv West in Palm Beach, Florida. And he's going to be extra hilarious from July 28th to 30th at the Funny Bone in St. Louis. So I just wanted to make sure that you knew about these shows. You you need to prepare. You need to brush up. Get ready. Get ready for the comedy and for the laughter. Um, there may even be tears of, of 
of laughter as well. Um, and, you know, I was going to play you a song on my ukulele, but I don't want to take away from his comedy. <laughs> so maybe I'll just sing a little song. You can consider this like I'm opening his show by singing part of one of my songs. Um, how about, you say, I only hear what I want to. And you say, I talk so all the time, so. And I thought what I felt was simple. And I thought that I don't belong. Now that I am leaving. Now I know that I did something wrong cause I missed you. Yeah, yeah, I missed you. And you say, stay. You say, I only hear what I want to. Wow. Holy crap. Play ball. I mean, go see John. Right? <laughs> Exhausted. How was that? That's what? the cameo ever. She did it like three or four minutes. She's a pro. I got to get her to do mine now. That's Dude, good. At Lisa Lope, like that's like right. We we were about to take over the world, and yeah. we were in our twenties, and we're like, yeah, the world. You don't get it. You've never dealt with us before. I just watched reality bites and singles, and we had flannel shirts tied around our waist, dude. Yeah, Lisa Loeb. That was really good. Um, yeah. I'm gonna explore that for myself. Um, but before we move on, our guest should be here in three minutes before we get to her. Um, and Alan, I don't, I don't have the mouse in here, so I can't open any private chat because I'm not sure. No. Scrambling. I never got my eyeball. But I will say this. John, can you explain to everyone why you were not in Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend? I had plans to mm. come see you. I know. Thursday or Friday. I was not in Charlotte. Oh, dude. Dude. Okay, this might be extreme. It might be close by. Go ahead, John. I'm listening. Okay. Because Delta Airlines hates people in Charlotte. This I is think I think that's really what the main reason was. I had shows starting Thursday night. I show up at a seven o'clock show. I had seven o'clock flight to cancel it. And then they go, well, we have a two o'clock flight that'll get you in and by four no worries john we'll take care of you four o'clock comes around we're like we're running a little late we'll get you in at 7 40 not a big deal i'm like okay i'll just i'll rush to the thing well maybe and then they're like we canceled this one so then i had to call the club owner and i'm like dude i can't make thursday show i'll be there friday of course the delta said there's a 7 a.m flight i'll be there by 10 o'clock on friday no problem Get there seven o'clock. Bam! That flight gets canceled. Don't worry, John. We got a two o'clock show. Uh, two o'clock flight. We'll get you there by four. Okay. Bam! Four o'clock comes. We're sorry. We'll get you in there right around eight. Had to call the club again. Listen, it's second time. Blah, blah blah blah. Now everyone's like, "Why didn't you get a taxi? Why didn't you start running? If you would have started running uh, yesterday, you would have made the flights." Um, so then I just decided. I had to cancel the whole weekend because it looked like, cause there's a huge airline thing going on where thousands and thousands of flights were canceled um, for whatever reason. But then I was getting messages from people. I live an hour away. So should I go? I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I, I didn't wake up this morning going, how can I mess up? 
with just the one person who lives an hour away? How can I screw up her day? Because it's not at all inconvenient for me losing an entire weekend's worth of work. Yeah. Uh, uh, so then I just canceled everything and then felt super guilty and then somehow called you drunk at two o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock. <laughs> 12 a.m. FaceTime. It was sweet. I, I didn't mind it at all. Um, but listen, everyone, no, look, this is out of his control. I, and I've had to do this as well. I've done this. And if you're watching the news, you'll see it's not just John Herfren. I mean, thousands of people are getting their flights canceled, mainly Delta, which is your flight, and American, which is happening. And I'm worried because I'm flying Wednesday to Tampa. I might, I, who knows if I'm going to get there? Um, so I'm saying in advance, uh, my apologies to Tampa if I did not. I know. Like, I'm in, I'm in West Palm, and I'm flying in on Thursday plenty of time. Now I'm worried. Do I re- rebook and get the flight the, the like, night before? Case they're assholes again. It's right during it's like fourth of ju- private. It was like um, shortages of staff shortages. Yeah, and pilot, uh, they're like short on pilots and people not showing up on purpose. Like it's a silent little strike or something that's going on with Delta mainly. But yeah, yeah. it's not a personal attack. Everybody he tried to make it. I mean, no one wants to spend all day in an airport trying to figure out if they're going. Did you did you ever find your luggage, by the way? I know you, you were texting. No, because that was lost. And I that was traveling gut move. They told me, don't worry about it. It'll be on the next flight you're on going to Charlotte. And then I waited for three hours until he tracked it down. I go, just give it to me. Give me give me it. I want it back. I want it back. Well, it'll be on your next flight. Nope. Want it now. I just, uh, so I waited three hours and I finally got it back and I wouldn't have if that didn't happen. Yeah. Now how, how me missing my flights in Charlotte got me to call you at 12 o'clock in the morning crying about my grandma. I don't <laughs> know that connection. Yeah. Um, I, I, it, <laughs> you were saying you were watching a video of your grandma eating Arby's and she said, yeah, something about, you know, you, it was, you know what it was? It was one of those perfect, like, I felt guilty because, you know, I, I don't know how many tickets I sold in Charlotte, probably 50, but I hate canceling stuff. Yeah. Right. So I hate, I hate not showing up um, for a show. So I was, I was a little bummed. And then I saw the private message. So I, I, I was a little bummed and somehow uh, my wife mentioned my grandma's name. And then I started talking about how tough she was. And then I somehow just started talking about you couldn't eat at Arby's with her without her handing you the sandwich first saying, do you want a bite? She'd always say, do you want this first in for whatever reason, dude? I don't know. I had this, I had one and a half shot of Buffalo trace and it, it was game on. I start like my, my grandma passed like seven years ago. Dude, I was crying like a baby and I couldn't stop. But my wife was trying to be uh, helpful to say stuff to get me to stop. But I just yeah. wanted to, I just wanted to smash things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so for some reason, yeah, then for some reason, I punched my luggage. I punched the tree for no reason, very manly. Uh, and then I called you. So anyway, so, so that, so I, I appreciate you taking that uh, phone yeah. call. You need it. You need to, you need to have the release and, Let's bring our guest on because I want to ask her this because this fits in perfectly with her. 
Okay, yeah. Hey, everybody, um, we have a special guest. Speaking of grandparents, this is the uh, <laughs> granddaughter of one Willie Nelson. I'm talking about the very talented um, singer, songwriter from the Raylan Nelson band, also has her own podcast. We're going to ask her all kinds of questions. Please welcome our special guest, Raylan Nelson. Whoop, whoop. Hey, guys. Yeah. What's up? All right. So here, uh, sorry you had to hear that weird story that happened. That's not why we were going to have it on the podcast. We talk about fun, lighthearted stuff. I just had uh, a weird moment this weekend. That's all. And I blame my wife. And here's where you can back me up on this. Okay. Yes, I'm blaming Michelle. Okay. Uh, I, I'm trying to get m- more stability in my life. So she has me just randomly have to do uh, tree poses. My wife's a a yoga instructor instructor instructor. So she had me do this bullshit with these straps where I had to lay down on my back. And then I took these straps and I was kind of doing something with my hamstring. And then I'm doing a baby pose or whatever that is, uh, where you hold the top of your feet. And then I pulled it. And then the very next day is where I had this emotional, completely break down and she's like you were storing it all in your legs you were storing it your were st- yeah she she didn't talk southern i don't know i suddenly she's like you were storing it all in your hips but then she says uh that there's a term for that not like dead hamstrings or dead legs or something but all right there is kind of where you keep it and i was doing all, all these stretching and I just let all those, all those, this bad heebie-jeebies that were just hanging out, I let them out. And then, meh, meh, I'm FaceTiming John Reed. Boom. So anyway, so that is that, so that's a thing, right? It's true. Yeah. And um, I'm a yoga instructioner as well. And uh, <laughs> we just <didn't> <laughs> and uh, that's what we call it. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, but when we do pigeon pose, has she put you in pigeon pose yet? Uh, yes. Where you put, it's a huge hip opener, which happy baby is like you were just talking about. Happy baby. And yeah. You do. We stored uh, tons of junk in our hips and emotional stuff. So every time we would get into pigeon pose in class, of like three or four of us, every week consistently, we'd start crying and telling like just pouring things pouring out of us. Wow, this okay, makes good. a lot of sense. That's why Shakira, you never see her crying because her, her hips, hips don't lie. Never. So she must. I'm sorry, that was dumb. Please continue. Because she's no fighting, no fighting. So, it's a real thing, right? No, I, I, yeah, yeah, dude. You, I had the the, the strips. Uh, the strip, the uh, bands, and she's in her yoga voice, and she's like, "Now gently pull, uh, turn your wrist thing." Now, now, and then, like you're leading a horse, you would take your leg and kind of like it's all. It almost felt like making the horse no- noise. You're like, "Come on!" When you're like renting a horse, and the horse doesn't give a shit about you, you're like, right. And then I, I pulled it all the way down, and it just showed me if I was ever captured as like a, a like a spy. 
All you would have to do is get a stability ball or a foam roller, and I will give you any information that you'd ever need. <laughs> yeah, we should, use it for, <clears throat> we should use it for torture device, you know, just, just put people in pigeon pose and make them cry it all out. Or, or even try to baby squat or whatever it's called with, with your heels on the ground. I can't even do that. My, my heels are like yeah. I'm wearing stilettos are so high. I don't know how people get their heels. You'll get there. If you keep doing yeah. it, you'll get there. I promise. <sighs> hey, Raylan, how long have you been doing yoga? When did you start? So I was on. Do you guys know who Todd Snyder is? The singer songwriter. He did Beer Run. B double E double R. You in Beer Run? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know him, know him, but I know you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I, I, as a solo, just me and my ukulele went out and opened for him in December of 2019. And it was a two week run through Texas. And I would get out and try to find places to do yoga because there's not really, y'all know, when you're on the road during the day, there's not much going on, especially when I was just the opener for him. I didn't have to do anything really, right? So I would just go find places to do yoga. Loved it so much when I got back. I found a place close to me, went every day, and then COVID hit. And they, they, but they did a, um, they continued classes online and did limited size classes after it wasn't so scary anymore. And then did a teacher training. And since we were, weren't doing much of anything other than a podcast, then I took the teacher training. So that was, so you've not really been doing it that long. No. Wow. Well, so were you probably already sort of fit and flexible to begin with? I would imagine. Yeah, I was born flexible. <laughs> no, I did gymnastics and stuff as a kid, you know, so. Okay. Always yeah. liked it. So for guys like me and John, you know, 50 year old dudes, who, uh, you know, I hated stretching. Even when I was in, I played football in high school, I hated it because I was always nervous. Like, I'm going to bend over and some asshole from behind me is going to run up and stick his finger up my asshole. You know, that's the whole, that's always what, yeah, they used to call it the old check. They used to do that in the locker room. They go, old check. They go, you're a court low, no matter what. And then I was always thinking that's going to happen. So I couldn't, I couldn't relax. So over the years, I just I've always hated it, but I've I've gotten into it now because uh, there's this Diamond Dallas Page, oh, this no. wrestler does his own. Oh, what do we got? This guy's gonna um, do weed eating now, so I'm gonna go in here. <laughs> okay. This guy, my next door neighbor, decided to do uh, to weed eat. Oh, get the right weed now. whacker, hang out. Of yeah. course, yeah. of course. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't miss about living in Los Angeles because about six thirty in the morning, that's when you'd have your Spanish lesson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just every morning. So you so play the uke. I own several because I keep telling myself that I'm going to learn an instrument because I love writing songs. I don't know how to do it. I've bought I've bought several songwriting uh, templates like uh, how to speed songwrite. I don't have any of them right here. Um, I love writing songs because I think they're the same as writing uh, jokes. You know, you have a chorus, you the setup. And then, so I was trying, I was going through a phase where I was trying to write um, a song and then figure out the comedy version of that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I would write the song because I love I love super sad music where you almost like like Tom Waits, where you almost you're just on the roof of about four stories and you're like, I'm just going to jump. And then you're like, I'll wait to the next song. Like, I love going to that point. 
right? I just love super sad, super sad music. Like, I don't want people to get back in touch with each other. You're gone forever. Gone. <laughs> right? Like, I just love, I just love crap like that. So, so I bought all these, uh, and then we'll get to you, but sometimes we make it about me. Uh, so I wrote, I, I got all these programs because when my mom passed, Okay, I'm not. I'm not being sad, John. I'm not going to cry. This isn't going to be a Friday night Arby's conversation. the The hospice nurse said, "Keep talking to her. Uh, her hearing's lat is the last to go, right?" So I just, I'm not even a doodle, but I wrote, "When you tell me what you heard, that's all I wrote." So then I was like, "I'm going to write a song," and the whole song is going to be like, "Did you hear when I said this? Did you hear when I said this? Did you hear when I say this? When you tell me what you heard, okay." Somehow that turned into a joke about if you're an older parent and you have older kids for Christmas, you should buy them a bonfire and burn your shit before you die. Uh, So they don't have to deal with all your dumb crap after you're dead. Okay. Somehow that song, can you tell when you tell me what you heard turned into, if you're old, you should burn all your shit before you die. So your kids don't have to deal with it. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't have a, I don't have an ending to that story. I'm just hoping we could finally write the song. It's been in my head now for seven years. I think it's a good idea. That song's a good idea. Burn um, all your shit before you die, no. so your loved ones don't have to deal with your mess. Well, that's a good one too. But the the other one, like, did you hear when I said? And then at the end, when I told you, or when you tell me what you heard, like, so, so I've had that song forever, but then that, that kid, the kid with his computer, who's like a number one bestseller, he has that song. When I see you again. From Paul, Paul Walker. Totally sense, you know, like, oh. he, you know, it's a totally different sense because hearing is different than seeing. Right. Right. I think that what you have is the chorus and you just need verses that build that explain you being there with your mom. Okay. There you go. That's what I think. Okay. But I think you got a great chorus thought, you know, did you hear like, wh- what did you say to her? Right. And then you write all that down and then you do all that. Yeah. Yeah. And but in the verses you need to explain, you know, what and then talking? how do I turn that song into an EDM? You t- so, get so rid of people, all the words. So people can dance to it. Then yeah, I want to dance. I want, want this words, horrible. The only words are the title. <laughs> <laughs> I want this. Yeah. So I saw you, Raylan. Uh, today I saw you doing the splits. Um, in front of the General Lee. Yeah, is that a current picture? Did that happen today? Am I giving? That was today. Do you follow John Snyder on Facebook? Probably. Follow <laughs> everybody. You, 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 you would. You That's would a perfect see. answer. That's exactly <laughs> what I say. Even to, I'm obsessed. I say I'm that obsessed. to anything. I say probably. Even if it's stuff that I should definitely know. <laughs> so, probably. I mean, my fiance is amazed by that. She's like, you don't know if you've ever been to Germany? I go, probably. Maybe. <laughs> probably. Why are you getting all up in my life? Uh, the only reason why I knew exactly where you are is because you record your podcast um, right there. 
and yep. I forgot to bring them up. I shoplifted uh, <laughs> from the Willie Nelson Museum shot glasses. Um, <laughs> I don't have them. And then I have some other show and tell. So that's why I knew exactly where you were because John, if you, if you know this and you know, Raylene, I'm going to do this weird ADD thing where I'm going to look at my phone to find something, but I'm still going to try to move the story along. Uh, the uh, Willie Nelson museum is right next to, um, the, uh, Dukes of Hazard museum. Cooters. Right next to it. Yeah. Right. Cooters. Cooters. Yeah. It's right. Like literally next. And I was, uh, I said a corporate event with one of the original bachelors. Uh, so when I was in there, do you ever go in there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I have one. I went in there looking that. for some flip flops once because um, I could smell cat piss on my fit kicks. And I, and I, Kathleen Madigan was coming in and I didn't want her to smell cat pee on me. So I went in there looking for flip flops, but the only kind they had were the ones um, with the Confederate flag on top, it looked like those Adidas slide-in shoes, but it had the Confederate flag on the top. And you know, I I can't spend twenty nine ninety nine on racism, you know. Yeah, so. and Ka- Kathleen would have said something. So I ended up getting my wife this um, recently. Can you see that? No. Oh, it's a Willie Nelson shirt. It's a Willie Nelson shirt. Love and it. I also got her that little. Can you see this dress? Is it a dress? Is it an Elvis? No, she's very yoga bohemian. Yeah. So here's what I don't like about the Dukes of Hazard thing. And you can tell them that next time you're there. Okay. They don't give a shit about all those cool toys in there. They let the sun come through and has wrecked every package in that entire place. Drives me crazy. Who's the next time you go? What's Sony? The sun that keeps the earth warm. Oh. The oh, comes through, comes the through the front doors, fire and wrecks all the boxes of toys. I was right? with Raylene there. I was like, "Wait, whose kid are we talking about?" <laughs> okay, hold, hold on. You you guys talk about yourself. I'm going to show her something. Cooter has a son apparently who comes in there and just opens all the boxes. And then messes them up and puts them back in there. That's what I thought he meant when he said that. I pictured that too. And I could see that happening because they're all in barrels and stuff like right there by the door. I will go in there and I'm going to tell him that John Heffron wants to know why he's letting the sun mess up everything. And we'll, I'll video it and I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Good John, are you, uh, <laughs> can you see me? Yeah. John, go ahead. I didn't know if I have connection. So, Okay, so as you can see, I have all the action figures from the movie Breaking. See Ozone? <laughs> yeah. You see Turbo, right? And you see Kelly. Okay, yeah. there's no sun. They, they look perfect because I don't have them in front of my fucking window with the sun <laughs> beating in on them. Okay? Right. John Schneider, y'all bought your shit? Why don't you, why don't you get some blinds? Okay. Right, country strong about there's, there's no blonde. We don't need blondes in America. <laughs> it will bleach that takes the color out of it. So, so John, did you pick something? Okay. Did you steal something that had been sun bleached by the sun? Did you take something? You said you stole something. I heard you. Say no, that. I stole that. I was kidding. I, I have great in in. I don't drink a lot, but I drink out of the Willie Nelson um, shot glasses I got for free all the time. Drinks just time. little shots of water. 
out of it. Just little shots of water. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, I just got an email because I checked my grandpa's email and the fan email. And somebody said that the guitar that they had signed by him was um, in a restaurant and it, every day the sun would shine on it. And now the signature's gone. And asked, it was like a, it carved into it, even not a, or you know what, that it does, but that doesn't make any sense. I bet it was just written on there. But this, you know, now it's gone and they're asking for another one. It's like, no, but yeah. What an amazing job. Uh, what's that like reading emails yeah. from wow. Willie Nelson fans? Even if, even if there are some of the old, like uh, most, not most oldest fans. The first fans, a lot of them are, are, are dead. Mo- yeah, are all of them AOL addresses? Like, what are most yeah. of the AOL? Like, are they? Is it my a lot of AOL? Are, is they're it contacting lot- me through my space. <laughs> no, um, a lot of them are like, I, I have a song. They they've written a song. They want him to hear. You know, Who they would do that. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> they want to meet him. Uh, they want to smoke weed with him. They. You know, they, it's mostly just that. And then some really crazy ones that we have to send to the crazy file. Right. Mm. I mean, how, how many do you think a day, average day, would would, would you go through? I mean, and how oh. long have you been doing that? Steadily every day, 60 to 100 emails a day. Steadily. And I've been doing it since 2007. Whoa, that's too much. Wow. I was like eight years old when my grandpa gave me that job and because it's so easy, you know. So you could also send the emails to those people. You can reply to them, right? Yeah, I reply to them, you know, whatever they send. And, uh, you know, I have a whole list in my notes. I do it on my phone, you know, and I have a whole notes of all the standard responses and I just copy and paste it. <laughs> right. And, you know, I change it for, you know, to yeah. make it, it has to make sense. But yeah, we have to get access to this database, John. Oh my gosh, yeah, right. And just use it to promote. Hey, I'm at Zany's on Friday. I think I can hook you up with a guitar. I can't be in your town, but you know who is in your town. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I we don't, I don't endorse a lot of people, but yeah, so I, I, I want to be super respectful here and, 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 and be respectful of the lineages. Um, you had that. Does anybody send pictures? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it super friendly. Yes, but they're never like vagina or, or boob <laughs> pictures or dick okay. pictures. I do get like old lady pictures and they, they're trying to be sexy, you know, which it's just. Oh, looks my God. Cool. Would you put that out as a calendar? Like <laughs> if you had a calendar. Okay. If you had a calendar. Yeah. Your calendar. Yeah. Your grandpa's Only not gonna for let you your patron, patrons and my patrons, oh, I'll do oh it. Oh my god, the calendar girls of, and you can do that weird, like put a like an emoji on their face, right? Well, so girls, you, well, girls, I never loved before. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, never loved you. <laughs> who I would, yeah, to all the girls who I would never, even oh, if your yeah. car was broken down on the side of the road and it was on fire, <laughs> ever before. If, uh, to all the girls, even if there were two people <laughs> left on earth and they're like, you have to, it's the only way we can keep humanity alive. You're like, no. Calendar. Yeah. Calendar. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The cover is going to be a little weird. We're going to have to hire like a good typesetter to do that. 
I have so many. Uh, well, I'm going to look up something, John, while you talk. Oh, yeah. So, Raylan, I mean, thank you for doing this. Um, Thanks for having me. It's good, uh, good to see you again. Thanks for doing country Now she's on Heifer and Rape. You have your own podcast. Let's talk about music is funny. What's going on there? Yeah, so over the pandemic, JB and I, my guitar player, we couldn't do anything because of the pandemic, and uh, we knew y'all couldn't do anything either. So we're like, how do we get them to talk to us? And so it's basically just, it's called Music is Funny, musicians talking to comedians about music and comedy and the similarities and differences, and we try to pull funny stories out of you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was on yours, and uh, now you got to get, was John, have you done? I was on. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I was on. Yeah, yeah. We tried to get him on again, and then I was going through a little bit of a stalker situation and had to lay low. That's what she said. Yeah, she I, she texted me back. She goes, it's kind of a stalker thing or something. And I, well, I read like the first three seconds, and I'm like, how the fuck am I being a stalker? I'm just asking if it's at seven or if it's at six. Like, how am I? Boy, she gets... She gets feisty fast. I'm just asking where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. So then it was, uh, she, yeah, she was dealing with the, you know, we got to get you. So what I love doing is because we're all, I mean, I think we're all verified, right? Like you get the little blue check mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's fun. I do this other segment sometimes on my other podcast called the Troll Patrol. And I just follow other verified pages. And because I'm verified, if I leave a comment, like yeah. every, it's at the top, like everyone yep. sees it. And yep. so I'll I'll write something snarky or like I'll pretend I didn't get it, and then all these people will start correcting me like, "No, he said October." I'm like, but "Yeah, but there's no October 32nd. What does he mean?" And they're like, "What are you?" And so like it's just to stir the pot. But I I love it because you kind of do that. We all kind of do that at each other. Like like John, um, I forgot what comment it was. I was, we were talking about you or uh, I don't know how it popped up, but then he left a comment and I said, don't, what are you doing? You're going to scare her off. So you can jump on this. Whoever pages you follow tag us, just go, Oh my God. So it's OMG. Yeah. And exactly. then just go at, at John Heffron and at John Reap, you were just talking about this. And then we always respond, yeah, right? <laughs> like, right? And we put a bunch of, like, ex- like exclamation points. But I'll do it because I, I, I live in a 200-year-old house. So I'll do it during farming blogs or, like, farm chic, like, bull, like stuff that wouldn't warrant any type of response. Uh, so it's never crappy or personal to anybody because you're like, what are they talking about? So yeah. now you're in the loop and just okay. do it to everybody that you see. And then me and Reap will see that. And it's a whole thing. Yeah, and it's um, not a lie. Cause we were just talking about doing this. Yeah. yeah. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So you play on all your videos and I've watched them all. Uh, you did uh, one recently where I think it was Dolly Parton's, um, uh, stumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen, uh, nine to five. Yeah. And it was just you uh, doing it. Loved it. Uh, Dolly Parton, my first Tonight Show guest, by the way. First time I did Tonight Show, Dolly Parton was the guest, and she touched my leg, and that's the first thing my dad said to me. Uh, and you grabbed tits. And I grabbed her tits. And then we dated for like a, a year, but then she was married. I didn't know because she keeps that kind of quiet. So there was that. Um, but then uh, 
What other song? What song of yours do I super like? Where it's like, hey, blah, 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 give me a time. Blah, 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 blah. She's one, oh, yeah. she's one. That's a John Lake Montgomery song that we do called uh, Sold, the Grundy County Auction Incident. It's and everybody so loves that song. If you were listening to country music radio in the 90s, you know that song, you know all the words, and you want to scream them when the song comes on. I wish we could pull it up, but it, but but uh, I'll just say that people can will search it or put a link on. I don't know. How do we how do we do that? Just you have to see it. It makes me happy because because okay. I know your guitar, your guitar. It, it's just a fun. It's like a fun video. John, yeah. we need to make a video like this oh, just in a okay. garage. The where it's, the song you're talking about. I haven't this seen my this. garage. Yeah. Okay, cool. If we can pull it up. I, I don't know. We'd probably get dinged on YouTube, even though that person who's actually singing it is right here uh, in front of us. But Al, if Alan could maybe, John, oh, so, is that? So, so, so Raylan, tell, we have Alan. Oh, by the way, have you, you know the Alan Jackson. We have him. He's the producer. The yeah. yeah, and then maybe we can throw up some of Raylan's uh, banner stuff, too, uh, while we're Maybe talking. just look up uh, uh, Raylan's version of, and what's that song? Uh, it's, sold, it's called Sold. Yeah. 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 Uh, why he's, uh, do, I, I have songwriting questions. Okay. John, John knows I've written so many songs. I wrote yeah. Date Night. Um. I wish I could play that for you. Oh, I, I think I did on on your podcast, so never mind. I wanted to write with you, and I wanted you guys to. Um, I want every single comedian I met to just do a something on a song that I have. I think it'd be awesome. But that's the idea. We could write about the same exact thing. I, w- I was trying to show because I'm going through a phase where I need to write more. I'm just sick of just every word coming out of my mouth. So, so you try to get a little. I don't know. You can't be like, I hope something funny happens to me today. So I'm, I'm trying to do a thing where I'm physically trying to write, which is not my personality. I hope everything comes to me in a dream mm-hmm. and it just kind of happens. So I showed John this earlier, uh, but I, it was making more fun of that. It says large print <laughs> that I'm at the stage now where I, I only read stuff that is in. Super is that a Jesus print. book? Is that a it's, Jesus it's book? Kind of, it's kind of like a book book. Yeah, it's a book. There's a book of Job. There's a book of stuff in here. Book and book. I, turn, I just turn to a page and I'll just look at it right here. And whatever the first sentence is. And one of the ones I, sh- I showed John earlier was, uh, what's the thing, John? Uh, where I even, basically it says, uh, the older you get, the wiser you become. And then Job basically tells everyone to F off. He's like, no, that's not a thing. You're all old as shit and you're all dumb because you don't get it. So, uh, so as a comic, now I'm trying to write jokes or r- just write a bit about what thing that I think I would be smarter about now at my age. That was kind of a lie. So that would be a great song. Right. Yeah. Now that I know songwriting secrets, it's here's the story of it's templates. It's templates. What are you going to say, John? Yeah. Chorus first. Chorus. I got this one. How to do if I was going to be a pastor right here. Do you want to see me, we, God, we method? All you do is go, me, how do I struggle with this? We, how do we struggle with this? God, what does the Bible say about this? You, what should you do about this? We, how can we all live together uh, about this? We could do a song. That's a song. Oh, we so can, you, we can. Uh, yeah, there you go. So what? Are you, you asking us like what do you think at this age you would have been smarter about, but you're still dumb about? Is that what you were asking? 
I thought it had way more questions and be more sure-footed about almost everything in my life. I'm 52. I'm going by what I thought. Now you just realize when you were a kid and you looked up to the older people who were in their 40s or 52s, how bad they were fucking faking it. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Your parents knew nothing. Yeah. We're all winging it. We're all winging it. That's it. You write a song about we're all winging it. John, you write a bit about we're just winging it. Winging it. You write a song about we're just winging it. I'll do one. We'll mismatch. That's per. We're just all winging it. I'll put my hot hickory hot sauce on these wing chicken winging it. So I'm thinking of food already when you're winging it. Like uh, today, no more pizza. We're going chicken wings. And what kind? I don't know, dude. We're gonna wing it. Um, So that's one. There's got to be a sauce called wing it, right? That's already yeah. a thing. Oh, that would be a good sauce. Yeah. I bet there's already one about that. It's too just easy. Just wings. It's too easy. It's it's had to be done. See, John and I wrote this song about we thought we were geniuses. And we, we <laughs> sat here, we talked about it, we wrote it, and then like the next day I'm like, this dude's already had it's called pontoon boat. But it's oh, about yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's about yeah. a guy who's on a pond and he's writing a tune. It's a yeah. pontoon boat, and then pontoon. like, because here, here's what we got mad at. There's like twenty some so, years. So, dude, we can wing it, we can bring it, we can sing it, we can fling, we can ring it, we can write it, we can be within it, we can bend. It. Anyway, uh, you write, me, you can write a song. Me and Reap are, are, I think, our common goal is, uh, grow. Uh, God, I slur. Our ground is we don't like flip-flop in the sand country because here's the deal okay mm. i don't want to hear about your fucking jamaican trip and how you can afford to go to the islands i want to yeah. hear how broke you are and your I, cousin won't even let you stay at his shitty cabin because you're an f up i don't want to i don't want to hear about all the margaritas we're going to drink once we get on the we're at breezes all inclusive it drives me crazy when i heard and i don't know what country people think of him I listened to all of Sam Hunt when I had Bell's palsy. I had so this whole side of my face was frozen. I uh, I would play Sam Hunt and I would go a lot of you don't even know who I am, but I bought my own and I just went by and went too high. And I'm not the kind of guy who's always wrong because he does this thing where he just talks and then he just sings every second word. Okay. It seems super easy. Just come over, come yeah. over, come over, come over, come over. I mean, listen, I don't know if you don't want to come over or not. I get it. If you don't want to come over, you think you're kind of one of those girls. But I just want you to come over. Like, oh, that's all he does. I didn't know what you – now I – just because when you said come over, I'm like, oh, I think I've heard that one. He's got five songs about coming over. Five songs. <laughs> you, have to, you have to have a producer go, dude, you're, you're jumping into people's DMs too much. You can't have five <laughs> songs about coming over even though it's late. Come over is the new truck song for countries. <laughs> you know, everybody had a truck song. You know, hey, my friend tried to fuck Sam Hunt. Ooh, <laughs> no, I'm not saying you can't. You, you can't find me. We want to come a con. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, that's right there. I mean, you know. Uh, but but I want to hear this story. Yeah, I do. So do I. I got so many other. Someone tried, Someone tried to bang Sam Hunt. I want to hear about it if it's possible. Sam Hunt, though, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Or he tried but, to bang his friend, no. or vice versa. 
Raylan. Sam Hunt. John, My Sam friend. Hunt. I'm talking, John. Let Raylan tell the story. Okay. It's not that interesting. She didn't get to fuck him. Oh, okay. But she did fuck Chris Young and Dustin Lynch and Chuck, oh. that Chuck guy that Will- was. Willery. No, but uh, that's the first last name that came to my brain, too. But it's the other one, the one that was married to Julianne Huff, like Wicks, Chuck Wicks. Oh, really? Here's what we, here's what we know, John, about Ray Lynn. Uh, not a good secret keeper. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Write that down. I'll tell you who you fucked because I will tell everyone. <laughs> like this song. Like, wait. Groovy for sure. You know what they call uh, comedian groupies? Have you heard the terms yet, Raylan? No, what, like giggle fucking? Well, there's mom, hit mute mom, in case my mom's yeah. watching this. Yeah. Oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's just me. It doesn't matter what you say, it matters what I say, because I'm going to go back home and she'll be okay. there. Okay, okay. So you've got uh, chuckle fuckers, right? Chuckle fuckers is the is one. That's the one I've it's heard. Also, name of a comedy club. Yeah, very popular comedy club. And <laughs> Chuckle fuckers. Um, well, there was another one too. John, what is it you're trying to play? Go ahead. Is it bugging you? Well, I well I know you're wanting to get to it, so let's go. You know, what is no, that? I'm just, this is. This is- <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're doing great. If we hook up, can you not tell your friend Raylan? Because she's going to go on the podcast and tell us that you fuck around when you're over. Please don't tell Raylan or she's going to tell everybody. Then I'm going to get a bad rap all over Nashville. So that's, is that Sam Hunt? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with that, but the, he helps you through your Bell's policies. What you're saying, I because he he does that annoy. He does like the sing rap thing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Helped. What's your favorite kind of? I mean, like, Raylan's <laughs> got so many different styles. Like, you can't even Ooh, call it's exhausting. Raylan's not country. It's like, Loretta <laughs> Lynn, Cheap Trick. You're a little bit of everything, right? What, yes, I love all kinds of music. I don't know why we have to pick one. Thank you. Yeah. What's your favorite song to sing? If you were to sing a song. If you had a song, Mine. you're just yours. But Mine. like, do you have a, a, a out of a set list? Do you have a song like where you just go? I just can't wait to get to this. I wish I could kind of speed up everything else. It's always the newest song I've written or we've written as you know. Right. Always the newest one. Same with comedy. The newest yeah. that's working is the favorite. Yep. Yeah. And it's so funny how quickly they'll just become not as important anymore when you write a few more jokes or write a few more, more songs. You don't care no. to sing it anymore. No, I mean, we you do sing it because it's a good song and people love it or whatever. But I mean, I remember Sweetwater was my favorite song for a long time and it bothered me we couldn't play it because it has a certain drum thing and the drummers we had at the time weren't quite able to nail it, you know. Um, but then we wrote more songs and I don't even care about playing Sweetwater anymore. Like that with all of them. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you too. Is like, is there a certain song that you realize? Well, my fans definitely want to hear this. Although I'm kind of like over it, I'm going to do it for them. And, and do you have something like that that happens now? No, because those songs I know I'm going to nail it. 
because I've done it a lot. Like weed and whiskey, everybody, we have to do that one now. Everyone loves that one, you know. If I did a show without doing that one, people would be upset. So, uh, no, I, I can do that one pretty well unless I, you know, mess it up or something. But well, what do about you? Do you? Do you do that? Do you have like a, a joke that people want to hear and you don't want to do it? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, totally. There's bits that people want to hear, um, especially about my dad. You know, anything about my dad, I have all these dad stories. And so what I've done now is so it doesn't look, this is a very clever trick, John, I've stumbled upon. I'll do all my sort of newish kind of stuff, the stuff I want to do within the first 20, 20, 25 minutes. Uh Then I'll stop and be like, but look, guys, I mean, it's been a minute. I mean, any, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of like ask the crowd, like, what do you want to talk about? Anything? And what inevitably will happen is because they want to hear a certain bit. They'll they'll say, you know, your dad in the pool, and I'll right. go, oh yeah, yeah, I'm surprised. And then I'll tell that story. So it's a way of I get to tell it without it yeah. looking like I I wanted to do it. I did it yeah. for you. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> it's weird. There's some some bits I feel like I, I you know. I just won't retire, but I keep adding them. I call it refurbishing. So if I have a bit where somebody says something, I'll take that same punchline, give it to somebody else who is sitting two rows from me, and then I'll comment on what they said. So it kind of changes up the story, but I know where all the funny is. I'll do that all the time to mess myself up on stage. Like I would do it before I would go. So I was arguing with somebody. I would just go. I was on a plane, and I heard this couple, and I would do the bit under that thing and then make my brain go, I, I don't know how this, but then I'd be like, suddenly I can respond to both of them. Like, boy, that guy's dumb. Boy, she's stupid. Like where, when it was me, I didn't have that, you know, take. So dude, that's a lot going on in your head at one time. Though. Yeah. I, I used to do that on purpose. I used to literally make it. So I was confused on what I was talking about. So I wasn't in my head going, is there an Arby's here? Cause I would get lost. I would just be talking going, Oh my God, I, I hate everybody in this room. Um, I just can't. So I would purposely, you know, do stuff. Um, do you write Raylan when you're writing a song, do you write for something? Cause my whole new move with comedy is it's not autobiographical. Like, so I went through a phase where everything was about me, 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 uh, this person, in my life, this happened to me, 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 me. But now I'm kind of like, meh. It doesn't have to be about me. I could say the scenario, but it really didn't need to happen. Or I'd like to keep an arm's length of my real life versus my stage life. So when you're writing a song, can you, do you try to always make it super personal or do you write for a feeling? Does that make sense? I, I know I don't make a lot of sense. But. It does make sense, but I just write about things that are going on around me. And it could be a story I heard on a podcast. It could be a show I'm watching or it could be something that's actually going on around me or a friend or family or something. But I draw from that, you know, I I have another song for you. Want it? (laughs) You you can have the, um, when you tell me what you heard, Okay. you can have that one. Okay. I was at a grocery store at, what was the grocery store we lived by in LA? Vons. Was it a Vons? John? Ralph's. There's a Ralph's, there's a Vaughn's, okay. there's a lots. too, right? So, yeah. yeah. So I was at a Ralph's and there was this woman Nelson's. who looked, it was a Ralph's. 
This woman had like a fur jacket on in LA. It didn't make sense. All these uh, bracelets, kind of QVC, big, like huge rings, makeup put on just wrong. Right. And this lady was probably 70 something, maybe even her 80s. Super skinny, nothing fit. And she was walking through this grocery store with her chin. She was just like, everybody look at me. Just no, with she was just chin up, not just very, very presenting, right? And this like uh produce kid, he's doing he's doing the stuff, and he looked up at her for a half a second. I saw the whole thing. He looks up at her and he keeps he keeps, you know, whatever, putting the, the prices on the banana. And this woman was so pissed that this kid gave her a half a second look and didn't linger. She stopped and looked at that kid and said, I don't remember the phrase, but said something. When I was your age, you would have looked longer (laughs) and walked away. So I, the whole time, I was like, that's the greatest song about somebody who, who has this unfulfilled, just her looks were everything. And it all went away. And she's, it's like that song. And when you're alone by the phone, like a hero moment. I always think about that, about somebody. But when that lady said, right? She's still dolling herself up. I I don't know why I use it. But when I was your age, you would have looked longer. It's like like she had so many opportunities. She probably had so many men after her. And she was just like, no, I, I like having all the men and then all of a sudden she gets too old and no men want her because she's too effing old. Right. That's oh, that, it's, yeah. it's like so he, this just, kid wouldn't even give her a second look when she used no. to like all the looks. Guys probably bought her houses, minks, yeah. uh, rings, bracelets. And now the, the, the produce kid won't even like, won't even acknowledge her existence. Man, you got to Taylor Swift that. Like, think of Taylor Swift pissed off at 80. That's oh, how you got to write that song. The, the that's right. You, you got to write the song. You have to. <laughs> Do I, I don't, maybe I should wait till I'm like, you know, 80 or something. Should no, really this write? is what I mean by it's not you. Just imagine. Like, just right, right. now okay. I've given you all the motivation. It doesn't have to be a real person. So we you can know. Make it, John, we can make it funny. So, like, it starts out that way. And then at the end of the video, the kid grabs his CNI stick and his CNI dog and he walks out there. The thing was, he was blind the whole time. And that's why he didn't linger. Right. And then it's all, it was all her own insecurities and really she's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> or you do it this way. The grandpa, this old guy sitting on a bench, he sees his, his grandson walk out and he stares at the woman and he looks at his grandson and says, if I was your age, I would have stared at her longer. Would have sung some longer. Would have heard her song. Oh my God. And then you just saw it's a callback. It all comes back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's good. I feel like it's another Toby Keith ain't as good as I once was. It's it's like, another. you know what I mean? But the, the well, female that's a version. good one. A rebuttal to that, dude. Like a rebuttal yeah. to that. Because, you know, like back in the day, there was Roxanne. Yes. Roxanne, I want to hold your hand. Then there was like the girl did a the female yes. version of that. Yes. How come there's not a female version of, oh, that's perfect, Ray Lynn. And then, you know, um, uh, Kitty Wells did it with the. Um, Return uh, to Sender. Don't want honky, your letter. Honky Tonk Angels. Oh. To, to the uh, shit, Wild Side of Life. 
Who did Wild Side of Life? These are old country people. Do y'all know it's Opry people? Was I don't. I, mean, I, I feel like it's so that was one. And then you had uh, Aretha Franklin, Respect, was actually a rebuttal song to. I mean, did you ever watch that movie about Aretha Franklin that just came out not long ago? You find out in that movie, because I, I wasn't around then, neither of us were, but like the, the song Respect, R E S B E C T, was her rebuttal to. Uh, another guy uh, uh, who had a version of a song with respect in it. Like when I come home, all I want's a little respect. And then she did that. But yeah, I could see this being the female rebuttal to yeah. I'm not as good as I once was. Hank oh, Thompson. Yeah, yeah, Wild side of life. Thank you for letting me. Sorry, Hank Thompson. Uh, I'm glad the guy got done weed whacking. Um, yeah. Cause there was yeah. the, the woman who did uh, Elvis Presley one. Don't want your letter. He's all your return to sender, and she's like, "Asshole, I don't want it. That's why I keep sending it back to you, you psycho." Uh, I, never heard, I never knew that one. That's awesome. You never heard that song? Don't want your letter. Don't don't want. There's a lot. Uh, of used to sing it. She, but I don't even know if it's the right melody. But she'd go return to sender. But I don't know if that's the oh, right yeah. melody. I'm just uh, going by well, so it. wait. I know we got it. So, what's the female version of "I ain't as good as I want"? Oh, so you can use this. I used to have oh, yeah. this in my act, but we some about like hooking up, but it's it's got to be before like ten o'clock. You're not doing any like three o'clock <laughs> stuff, so you can hook up, but you're at three. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. What the version of that would be like if you're okay. So, like maybe it's, it's, I don't know. They say that a man sexually peaks at what? 17, 18, something like that. But a woman sexually peaks like she's most horny. 45 or something? Well, that's like, it. yeah. I don't know. Is that what it is? That's what I hear in 40s. Right. I'm so far away from that, though. That's kind of like not fair, but like, so maybe the version is a woman who's the same age as Toby Keith is now saying, you're not as good as you once was, but I'm the best I've ever fucking been. Oh, that's a better play. Yeah, he he's he's old and he's he's going he's getting Cialis and all this stuff. She's like, dude, I don't. Okay, what you meant for nineteen-year-olds to be fucking sorry, Mrs. Reese, <laughs> fucking forty-five-year-old people, right? Because why would he make the primes and so different? I know that's a weird. I don't understand. That's not fair. Why? That's. There must be a reason. What? What, what is? Not a reason. <laughs> what is that? So, uh, so is he saying that nineteen-year-olds are supposed to be having sex with forty-five-year-old women? Like, is that That's the way God saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that is a there's a section of porn for that. You know, that's why there's milf porn, I guess. Where do I find that? Oh, there's, I'm there's, sure. I I the, there's a PO box. Yeah, you got to send a self-addressed episode uh, to a PO box somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> it's an eight hundred number you call and you listen. It's weird. Yeah, don't get into it. Um, <laughs> kid, what should we plug you yours? Do you have a, a website we can uh, slap up here? Which yeah, RaylanNelsonBand.com. Do not go to RaylanNelson.com. John Reed, my buddy, told me he's the one who found out. You were the one who found out that RaylanNelson.com just takes you to an escort site. John, did you know this, John? John. Yeah, and that's why I couldn't figure out, like, when I did a first podcast, I was like, you're even going to act like you don't know me. Seriously? Uh, no. Yeah, it, 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 she sent in an email 
Uh, <laughs> you know, her, her name, Raylan Nelson, RaylanNelsonBand.com. Yeah. And then you click on it. And it, did, it did not go to RaylanNelsonBand.com. Even Thanks though that's Jackson. What it, said. it said that. It actually went to RaylanNelson.com, which is some random website that looks like it's for escorts. And I thought she was, di- I thought you did on, on purpose. I thought it was funny. I'm like, oh, that's good. It is funny. I'm, like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to have a fake website, you know, joh10week.com. It goes to some stupid thing. And then she's like, no, what's it? What happened? <laughs> no, it's so funny because you go, you do you know what it is? And I'm like, no. And you're like, I'll give you, I'll, go ahead. You can look it up. Go ahead. And I look at, I look at JB who's off camera and you guys, he goes, oh, whoops. You know, like, uh, let's go. Yeah, pulled it up and it was just tits right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, just so not mine. Options, yeah. If you want good music, uh, <laughs> good podcast, all that kind of stuff, RaylanNelsonBand.com. Yeah. So, I want to write a song though, John. We have to get, we want to write a song and then we'll put it. You know, I have my fake band that I put out on Spotify, um, Neon yeah. California. It's called so Neon good. California. So, uh, good. so. John, let's work on lyrics. We just got to nail down. Maybe not this show. Maybe we'll, ha- we'll have her on again. And we can't write the pontoon boat. Someone already did that. Um, I think you uh, should still write that, though. That's really funny. But it's a pond tune. So I'm, I'm writing a pontoon. Yeah. You're on a yeah. boat. And you're like, what is this? Um, what are some like, like, so I know we got a John wants to wrap it up. But I was thinking of songs that that can't exist anymore. Just, it just like the Pina Colada song, just is the the most. It just it would never happen in the history of the world. Oh, because it right? was an ad they found in the paper. And then how she reacted when she goes, "Oh, it's you, bum bum." No way, oh, it's you is happening if you go on a Tinder date and you see it's your wife or husband. Nobody's gonna, oh, it's you. No one's that responding that way. Uh, so let, let's go feeling. We're gonna write it right now. Do we want to go? Want to go sad? sappy like love song you where do. everyone goes oh my want to do a sad song you do you love sad songs i do okay guess we're doing sad okay. uh hold on let me just work on this here uh well while you're doing that john let me just throw I, this at you real quick i'm not in your content contact I, actually uh, i'm the best no. i've ever been as the rebuttal for toby keith the female version i'm the best i've ever been you might not be but i'm the best so i, I want to work on that but I'm not a female, so I don't know how to, you know. Say it again, though, because I have to write write this down. So Toby Keith's is I'm not as good as I once was. I'm as good once as ever was. Female version. You might not be as good as you once were, but I am the best I've ever been. Yeah. The best, the best I've ever been. Is that the thing? Yeah. And that's also a... Um, uh, that's in a song like uh, I done told you once, you son of a bitch. I'm the best that ever lived. That's yeah. So that's uh, yeah. In, in, uh, the devil went down to Georgia song as well. Yeah, I like that. I like. Um, uh, I think it's like from a, like a 45 year old female's point of view. You might not be good as you once was, and I'm the best now. I've ever been. Yeah. That I've ever been. Be able to give. <laughs> kind of um, I'll, I'll bring some my else. best friend John. Oh, no, wait, no, I got, yes, J-O-H-N. I got a friend John or two. See, I think 
John or two. Yeah, let's do. We should call our show John or two. John or two. <laughs> I'm looking up all these uh, ones that thing. Uh, I want to feel the way again. I want to touch you like I did back then. I want to see. I I just end up Eminem-ing every everything, every song. I think, yo. Yo, listen, I want to feel the way I did again. I want to touch you like I did back then. I want to hold your arms and let it burn it all down again. I don't know. Anyway, we need music. Yeah. Right, well, we'll work we, on it. What do we do? That'll be our homework, guys. And then we'll just reconvene. Yeah. Let's do no, this. No, I'm going to brainstorm it right now. An all-night session, like real uh, rock stars. Uh, we're going to be here for seven hours. Oh. We're going to all up, and we're going to keep writing and f- until we emerge four days. Oh, so. Sorry, everybody. How do you find right. the co- cocaine and the hookers? <laughs> so everybody goes. We're doing this old school. We're doing this old school. Yeah. All right. An all-nighter. Uh, Ray Lynn, thank you so much. I mean uh, – It's so I'm, much fun, you guys. There's, there's a cruise that's been floating around out there. I uh, hear about it. There's a chance we might have you on there. We're working out details. We're going to – your your guy's on it. Uh, yes. Your guy. So He's awesome. So, yeah. He's really cool. So I'm hoping to make that happen. But if you uh, want more details, go to heffernandreap.com. Click on all the links. Go to raylandnelsonband.com. John, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, this episode, uh, Nashville, brought to you by the Escape Game in Nashville. The Escape Game in Nashville. Uh, she, she wants to go to it. My son oh, oh, runs it, owns it. Oh, yeah. It's, That's a, big, right. it's, a, it's a big plug. I do want to go there. I'm the going to take my game. boys there tomorrow. We're going tomorrow. There you go, everybody. That's all I got to say. Heffernreap.com. Bye, Mrs. Reap. All right. Thank you. Hey, Rick Sanford III, why don't you take us out? Huh, Rick? You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reap time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, 80s church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They have run and reap, have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what.